Let's check out your headlines for today. To do that, we'll bring in Natalie Lovey from the 980 CFPL Newsroom. Good morning, Natalie. Good morning, Devin. The question of will they or won't they for the Thames Park Pool could be answered today. Yeah, the future of the beloved and historic pool just southwest of downtown will be up for debate this afternoon. Several city councillors will meet as the Community and Protective Services Committee today to talk about a staff report calling for the Thames Park pool to be closed. Now, city staff recommended closing the nearly 100-year-old pool due to ongoing infrastructure issues. Thames Park pool is the city's only 50-meter outdoor pool and is the busiest of the 11 outdoor pools the municipality operates, clocking in at 25,000 visitors every year, nearly three times that of Stronic, London's second busiest outdoor pool. It's also the oldest. Originally built in 1927, it was renovated in 1959 and then redeveloped entirely in 2010 at a cost of 4.6 million bucks, complete with a 50-meter eight-lane pool, shallow splash pool, and water slide. The repairs were expected to last for several decades. Since then, however, city staff say the pool has experienced ongoing infrastructure problems and that due to its proximity to the Thames River and its location within the floodplain. More than 3,000 people, though, have signed an online petition calling for the pool to be saved. The committee meets at 4 o'clock this afternoon. The cause of a weekend fire uh, still is not known. Yeah, London fire crews still haven't been able to enter a vacant historic building in the city's east end following a suspicious fire over the weekend. A building on the former hospital grounds on Highbury Ave went up in flames at around 6 Saturday night. Platoon Chief Kirk Loveland told 980 CFPL the structural integrity of the building was heavily compromised and that resulted in the roof collapsing. A cause and damage estimate haven't been released at this point. Old Oak Properties owns the land and plans to develop it into a transit-based residential neighbourhood. There is good news for Londoners who use the Nexus program. Yeah, the federal government says the Nexus Trusted Traveler program will fully ramp back up within five weeks. Registration for the program had been on hold in Canada for nearly a year, even after Nexus enrollment centers unlocked their doors in the U.S. The delay is due in part to a clash over U.S. agents' right to carry guns on Canadian soil, among other legal protections. The standoff has led to a massive backlog in applications for the program, which allows pre-approved travelers to cross the border more quickly. Canadian border agents will now interview Nexus applicants separately from U.S. agents at eight Canadian airports rather than together like before the pandemic. The Canadian or the Canada Border Services Agency says enrollment centers will reopen for applicant sit-downs at the Halifax and Winnipeg airports on March 27th. A staggered reopening will follow at the six other airports throughout April. Well, a UN, uh, the UN released a report on climate change yesterday and now there were calls for Canada to do more for the environment. Yeah, global climate scientists are calling for rich countries like Canada to hit their long-term greenhouse gas emissions targets 10 years earlier than planned. Environment Minister Stephen Gilbeau says Canada will take a long, hard look at the new report from the UN Climate Change Panel. But he adds that a target is meaningless without a realistic plan to reach it. The United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change warned the world is teetering dangerously close to missing its critical targets to keep global warming in check. 
Czech, the panel made up of dozens of international climate scientists, says that by 2035, worldwide greenhouse gas emissions need to be less than half of what they were in 2019, and that wealthy nations need to aim for net zero emissions by 2040. Canada's current 2030 target is to cut emissions so they are between 55 and 60 percent of what they were in 2005. Health Canada has launched a new toll-free phone number for poison centers. Yeah, Canadians can now call 1-844-POISON-X to access critical medical advice for poisonings. The initiative was launched to make it easier for Canadians to access information on poison centres from anywhere in the country. Health Canada says many Canadians don't know the phone number for their local poison centre or what services are available to them. The federal agency says over 1,500 people in Canada lose their lives each year to unintentional poisonings from medications, cleaners and other household items. The country's network of poison centres handle almost two-thirds of cases remotely without the requirement to enter a healthcare facility. The number, or uh, it was launched as part of a National Poison Prevention Week, which runs until Saturday. Uh, there is speculation led with this that uh, Donald Trump could be arrested today. Will he or won't he be indicted today? That is the question on the minds of many as a New York grand jury investigating Donald Trump over a hush money payment to a porn star appears poised to complete its work. Over the weekend, Trump claimed without evidence that he'd be arrested today and called for his supporters to protest. One such supporter, Patrick Foley, says he thinks it's a political hatchet job ahead of Trump's 2024 presidential bid. Law enforcement officials are making preparations for any possible unrest. Let's check out what happened on this day in history. In 1617, Pocahontas, an indigenous princess who married English settler John Rolfe, one of the founders of a colony in Virginia, died in England at the age of 22. In 1666, Intendant Jean Talon counted 3,000 people in Canada's first census. In 1865, Prince Edward Island voted against Confederation. In 1871, American journalist Henry Morton Stanley began his legendary expedition to Africa to locate the missing Scottish missionary David Livingstone. He found him frail and short of supplies, but alive on November the 13th. In 1891, an interfamily marriage ended the infamous American feud between the Hatfields and the McCoys. The wedding came after 150 members of each family had been killed. In 1918, the Second Battle of the Somme began when 207 German divisions attacked a lesser number of French and British units on the Western Front. In 1963, Alcatraz Federal Prison in San Francisco Bay was emptied of its last inmates at the order of Attorney General Robert F. Kennedy. In 1974, riot police were sent by air to restore order at the James Bay Hydro-Quebec site after feuding construction workers went on a rampage destroying equipment and buildings. 1985, wheelchair athlete Rick Hansen of Vancouver started his Man in Motion World Tour to raise funds for spinal cord research. Hansen, who arrived back in Vancouver on May 22, 1987, raised $20 million and traveled through 34 countries. In 1991, the Supreme Court of Canada upheld a B.C. ruling that an unborn child is not a person and cannot be considered one until it leaves its mother's body. In 2011, the House of Commons voted to approve Canadian military involvement to help enforce the UN's no-fly zone over Libya. 
In 2018, the Just for Laughs company was sold to an investor group led by Canadian-born comedian Howie Mandel and U.S. talent agency ICM Partners. And on this day in 2020, Canada and the United States closed their shared border to all non-essential travel over the growing COVID-19 pandemic. Happy birthday to Matt, who turns 51 today. You share a birthday with Timothy Dalton, who turns 77. Gary Oldman is 65. Matthew Broderick is 61. Sonequa Martin-Green is 38. And Scott Eastwood turns 37.